Welcome to the blogcast, Let There Be Lose. I'm your host, Linda Garcia, also known as Lose Warrior. The intention of this blogcast is to bring spirituality to the forefront, to not be afraid of what your intuition is telling you, but to encourage you to take action on it. This is the 10th episode in the Moon Cycle series. In this series, we will talk about what it's like to become a woman, how we've dealt with it, and how we deal with it. My intention for this series is to change the dialogue surrounding our cycle. Return to the one. Welcome back to Let There Be Lose. This is episode number 10. I don't know why I'm so excited about episode number 10. I think it's just 10, you know, we've gone through 10 episodes together. And I guess I just want to take the time to say thank you so much. I keep getting emails and it really gets me excited when you guys share your stories on how everything is changing for you since you've begun listening to the series. And just like everything is changing for you, it is also changing for me. So we are truly going through this journey together. I also wanted to take a moment to say hi to all of our new listeners. I'm so excited for you all to join us on this journey. I'm always accessible and I want to make sure that if you have any questions on anything, please don't hesitate to send us an email or direct message me. I want to make sure that all of the content that I produce is clear and that it makes sense. So welcome to everyone that is joining us on this journey. And to all of our existing listeners, thank you for your continued support. I hope that everyone had some time to take a break, take advantage of the Thanksgiving holiday, enjoy friends, and enjoy family. And I also just wanted to take a moment to talk about being around family during the holidays. I know for a lot of us, it can be really challenging to be around family during the holidays because family is so good at triggering us. I just want to remind everyone that when you are triggered, don't forget to really stand in your power and in your space on who you are and what you bring and what you allow into your sacred space. I was just asked a couple of days ago what I do when negative energy approaches me and I thought that was such a great question because I do have an exercise that I practice and I thought it would be great to share that exercise especially since you know we're just getting into the holidays we have two more holidays coming up where we will be spending time with family and um you know potentially be exposed to any triggers that we have. I think that we trigger each other in our family because we know what buttons to push. And I think sometimes family members can get a kick out of pushing those buttons, which is so interesting that we like hurting each other in this way. So one of the things that I practice, I like to really hold my space and push their energy out. So it's a little hard to explain, but I'm going to try. I almost begin to imagine like a force field around me, like this round 
ball of energy that's my force field and I begin to push my energy out and I begin to separate anything that they are saying to try and trigger me and remind myself that they're not saying it because of me. I could be anyone else and they would still be trying to trigger me. It has nothing to do with me and it has everything to do with them. And I actually begin to feel myself go into a space of compassion where I feel compassionate towards the person and their need to try to inflict pain onto someone else. It always, always helps me. So just to recap, I begin to to see my own personal energy begin to push out And I hold my space and I almost push my energy out all the way to where my love and my compassion wraps them into my energy. And that is when I start to feel the transformation where I feel extremely compassionate towards them and I I no longer feel angry or irritated because, again, it has absolutely nothing to do with us and everything to do with what they are going through in their own personal minds. So before, when I would allow anyone to trigger me, what would happen is I would shrink. So what happens is you begin to shrink and all of your space and your energy starts to go inward into your body and you can feel the change in the position of your body, your insecurities, all of these emotions begin to shrink you. So it's the opposite of that. So it's lifting up the chest, sitting up straight and holding your space. And you will be surprised to see how family members can feel the energy It's so crazy. It's almost like a switch that goes off. And if you don't believe me, then just try it. They can feel it. The same way you can feel the energy coming towards you, they can feel the the love and the compassion going towards them. And instead of trying to shrink them or make them feel insecure or weak, then you're just pouring love into them and they can't deny but to even maybe feel a little guilty and just it just shifts the mood so I just want to remind you that over the holidays we have so much internal power and this is actually the perfect time to practice our power honor the phase that you're in whatever phase that may be I know that it could be a little more challenging if you're in your wise woman phase to be in a social setting but it is totally possible and the only thing I would really encourage is to find time for you to retreat which is what I did I am in my wise woman phase and was in my wise woman phase during Thanksgiving and I just found moments for myself to retreat and it felt amazing. I can't wait to read the letter that I wrote this week to the moon. Before we do that we're going to take a short break and when we come back we'll kick it off with the letter. Querida Luna, my wise woman phase was a bit smoother this time around, but I also felt like I did not go as deep as I've gone in months past. I know this has to do with not going through this journey alongside you. 
I'm only in my phases at the surface, is what it feels like. But I do have to let you know that being on my phases at the surface is making me take notice of things I had never noticed before. I refuse to spend time and energy longing the depth that I spent with you in my phase. Instead, I will look at this from a much more positive perspective and bask in the feeling that I did not have to feel the death phase as harsh as I used to. However, that makes me wonder, how will I feel during the time of rebirth? Will I not feel it as strong and as full of energy as I usually am during this phase? I guess I'll just have to wait and see. During the last few days, I've been having really impactful dreams. I know that this is really important to the wise woman phase and that it is in our benefit to learn what our intent is telling us through our dreams. The first dream I had was my son dying in my arms. It was rough. It was really rough. I'm still trying to process it. I do not believe that it was anything negative. I believe that it is probably more of a change that is heading our way. He's in a new phase of life and maybe breastfeeding is coming to an end soon. I think only time will tell what the dream was really trying to tell me. I've had a dream every single night. Another dream that I had was that I visited a foreign land and traveled through the desert with magical powers. There were dangerous people that were traveling in the desert and I was having to make myself invisible when people with that energy came my way. In these last couple of days, it's like I'm being called more than ever to heal. And I know that I need to take precautions in how I share myself. I had asked for intuitive guidance on this matter, and I guess my heart responded through my dream. It was really clear when I woke up, I could hear my intention say, I would not be visible to those who intended to harm or are simply not aligned with my intention. So the dream made perfect sense. I have been better about breaking down my dreams and also tying them to any intentions that I had set previously. What's really helped is after dreaming, going back to the intentions that I wrote down for months past and seeing if there's any correlation there. I realized that the dreams might not only be speaking to something that I need to learn now, but could also be speaking to intentions that I had set in the past. I guess every time I walk into a new phase or a new moon, I let the last phase go but I really have to remember that each phase is built upon the last and that they are all tied together this reminds me of when I read that women would break down the problems of their society of their tribe it's almost like the same situation here where as I'm in my wise woman phase I gather all of the intentions from the months past, see where I am on each intention, and also analyze what my dreams are trying to tell me about intentions past. I have been spending a lot of time 
with my intuition during this phase. I think I've been indulging in my intuition because we've had the holidays. And every time I need to recharge or break, I spend some alone time and I sit with my intuition. I had a really powerful vision. I saw a force of energy moving towards me, coming from behind. In the vision, I can only see the part where the energy begins to penetrate my body, and I can't see or feel what happens afterward. When I first had the vision, I felt slight fear, but my intuition immediately reassured me that the energy was from an intention I had set some time ago. I see it happening around the time that Mercury goes into retrograde. And dare I say that I feel that because I did so much housekeeping in the last Mercury in retrograde, that I feel this one will be smooth and that I will be able to tap into something deeper through this energy that is moving toward me. Speaking of energy, I'm feeling slight waves of energy through my entire wise woman phase. It's like bursts of energy from the maiden phase. I think it's because you're in your maiden phase, so you're sharing that energy with me. I'm not sure, but it's making me really productive. And I have spurts where I move forward on intentions. I'm overcome by inspiration. This is like nothing I've experienced during wise woman phases past. I used one of these spurts of energy to write my intentions for this cycle. I wanted to share my intentions with you in this letter, since we did not do our normal new moon ritual together. But before I start, I want to tell you that I made another discovery. That discovery was that writing my intentions over a couple of days was so much more powerful than writing my intentions in one sitting. I don't think this discovery was on accident. I really feel like I'm supposed to share this. It makes so much sense that our intentions should be something that is thoughtful and we should sit with those intentions, maybe sleep on the intentions, wake up the next morning and revisit those intentions. I was really able to determine what was coming from ego and what was in alignment with my true higher self. From this discovery, I have also already began to draft what my 2018 intentions will look like. I'm going to revisit these intentions on my next wise woman phase, and I will finalize them before the year comes to a close. Here are my intentions for this cycle. I would love to have an overnight sacred circle where we could really do some digging and provide metaphorical experiences. In other words, I want to provide experiences where women can really have breakthroughs and use the exercises created for the purpose of letting go of all that does not serve them. Intention number two, I would like to heal 10 people a month. This is crazy. This intention is already in motion as of last night. I completely forgot that I even wrote this intention down 
and I put healing sessions as a service on my website. And today, as I mention it to you, I already have more than 10 women I will be working for on the month of December. I have to discuss this with you because as I've begun journaling my phases and understanding them, I am manifesting my intentions extremely fast and effortlessly. I want to be able to explain this in much more depth to my listeners so that they can also put it into practice. I suppose this is another intent. Intention number three. I want to live in abundance, fear-free. I can always feel the fear creep up on me when an abundance of good energy begins to flow my direction. My mind follows the powerful feeling with scarcity. Even though I know I have the ability to catch myself and turn my thoughts around, I would like to get to a space where I don't even go there to begin with. Intention number four. I want to write the final episode of the Moon Cycle series. I lost my original episode and I'm struggling to have to rewrite it and letting go of what was already written. But instead of sitting here, dwelling on my feelings, I will do what I know works the best and the fastest. And I will tell you how grateful I am to be able to let go of what I have already written. And now that I am wiser, the story I will flesh out will be much more powerful. Okay, that was scary to say. (laughs) And those were my intentions for this month's cycle. I feel like there weren't as many as they usually were. But I also feel like the depth in these intentions are much more impactful and could potentially change the course of the direction I'm heading in. It's time for me to let you go. But before I go, I wanted to let you know that I feel like I've made so many little discoveries during this wise woman phase that I now have real gratitude in the experience and practice without being in your complete alignment. I still miss your depth. There's no denying that. I look forward to next week's discoveries, and I can't wait to share them with you. Te quiero mucho. Luz. Thank you for listening to this week's Letter to the Moon. I do want to remind you that this is simply a letter to the moon and that this isn't necessarily the way I write my intentions. It is very powerful to write your intentions as if they have already happened and to take a moment after each intention to give thanks for what is coming and to really just be in that moment and feel the gratitude for what you're asking for. I also wanted to tell you that as you heard in the letter to the moon that I have begun to provide a healing service that you can register for on our website, letthereBeLose.com. I had another powerful experience with another woman that came forward that needed a healing and I had several visions during her healing and she experienced the same thing on her end. I really believe that it's time for me to open up the healing space. 
I will only be doing healings during my enchantress phase. So the week before I bleed, because I do believe that this is when I'm much more powerful in my ability to see and heal. And I want to hone in on that energy. And I also want to provide quality healings for the people I work on. It will cost $2 to register on the website. These $2 are non-refundable and they simply hold your space because there are limited spaces. I will then be reaching out with a time to actually move forward and schedule the healings. The healings themselves are going to be on a donation basis. So whatever you can or whatever you feel compelled to give, then I am in complete gratitude. This is truly just for the purpose of healing and not for anything outside of that. I hope that you've enjoyed this mini-series within the Moon Cycle series. If you haven't rated us on iTunes, I ask that you please rate us on iTunes. This is so important to raise awareness on this type of content. I'm still doing the We Moon Calendar giveaway. This is a really cool calendar where you can start to journal and track your cycles in 2018. So I'm really excited to do this giveaway. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Let There Be Lose. Don't forget to check our merchandise, super cool merchandise on letthereBeLose.com. And you can follow me on Instagram at Lose Warrior. Hazlo por quien más quieras tú. Yo quiero verte.